discretion is advised if y'all know y'all can handle any sort of cursing profanities this is not the podcast for you because i will be using all manner of vocabulary so if y'all know y'all can deal with fuck shit damn nigga bitch who all the words especially the words in pc culture this is not the podcast for you. This is a viewer discretion. You all could view at your own discretion. So, 
With that being said, enjoy the podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're, they're fighting me hard, man. Yeah. I know right. it goes. I know it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since Spotify um, take over this platform, it's been a little bit... thing, But um, so we good, we good. Let me, let me see if we good now. Welcome, everybody, to the Ignorant Bliss Podcast. I am your host, Trini Hotep. And today, I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm joined by a very special guest today, and I'm humbled to be joined by this special guest. So, uh, before we enter the proceedings, uh, I will let my guest introduce himself, and, 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 and let me get down to the thing. So... Mr. Nathan Springer, please introduce yourselves to the listeners so they can get acquainted and let's get the ball rolling. All right. I am Nathan Springer, a Trini guy. I make some online content, usually along the lines of education, politics, culture, that kind of stuff, history. And uh, I, I attempt to put a different put different unique perspectives out there into the internet space. I, I am a teacher. Well, actually, I'm many different things. I'm a teacher. I do, I'm a contractor. Uh, also, the online stuff. So I, I attempt to aim at the content I make with that kind of angle, with that kind of view. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so... What's interesting, what's interesting is that when when I first, listen to this, when I first started recording content on a podcast level, mm-hmm. I, 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 I realized that like I was like the only one kind of doing it, right? And I, I've been running this podcast for about four years now. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So I've been pumping content into the into the into the algorithm into the space, right? And every time I try to go online and and see if I find some Trini content creators, I've never really get to find ones that I ever wanted to to really look into or collaborate with on the things I I want to talk about. And it was interesting that I came across your content like maybe two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> because uh, no, but I think I saw one of your videos like in the middle of the pandemic, maybe like 2020 or something, or 2021. Yeah. And I, I saw one video, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Never saw any other videos on, on my Instagram feed after that. And then like two and a half weeks ago, I see a pop-up again. I was like, this guy looks familiar. Let me take in some more content. So and I've been binge watching the content for uh, for two weeks straight. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. and I'm loving I'm loving the content, and I'm realizing that there's not many there's not many much Trini content creators like that in in the realm of talking about politics or social issues or anything like that. So it, it was definitely refreshing to see you putting out that type of content and and really. Um, talking about Trinidad politics and Trinidad social issues and culture. So uh, uh, it, it, it's definitely uh, uh eye-opening thing to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, to, to be honest with you, 
when I started, because I was always on the internet, I always, I was a big user of the internet. My brother, one of my brothers and I particularly, we were, we were on social media from in the early, like 2005, high five, MySpace, all of that kind of stuff. But when particularly just about 2020 or so, right before the pandemic, I was looking as, you know, particularly TikTok started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was looking at the Trini content and not to knock the Trini content creators, but I find like the vast majority of content from local sources was just kind of silly comedy. And mm -hmm. as good as silly comedy would be, and don't get me wrong, I like the idea that, that Trinidad doesn't necessarily take everything overly serious. I, I kind of like that. But I, I find like we, we, we were to me it seemed like there was missing that kind of that kind of conversation and these were things that I think about anyway. Basically, all I attempted to do was make my thoughts into understandable language to get what's in my head to an audience. That is the basic idea. So I I said something when I began. I will never run out of content because it's literally just <laughs> things that I think about. Mm -hmm. No, that that's interesting because, um, yeah, I, I I'm I was def I'm definitely a big user of the internet. Um, before I before TikTok was really even a thing that was hitting the the the, the web like that. I I I have been on Twitter and I've been engaging in in Twitter discourse and you, and all you that. You are the Trini Hotep on Twitter. Yes. Well, I follow you on Twitter, man. I, I, I know I know your content you sure? on Twitter. You sure? Sure, hundred percent. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's interesting because yeah, I was I was I was on Twitter, you know, dealing in discourse about social issues. And I think because I I, I I'm a mature Twitter account now, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So my okay. first account that was there since 2011. <laughs> um, I was heavily in Trini spaces, right? So Trini Twitter, you understand what I'm saying? And yeah, I, I I used to enjoy talking with my people, right? But but what I what I what I then realized was there isn't the type of discourse that we needed to really be talking about, right? Yeah. It it was just skin and grin, um, joke, fun, and that's fine. I engage in that. I'm a young person. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, where is the focus on the social issues, the political issues? You know what I'm saying? The cultural issues. And I, I, I've been trying to search for, for actual training content everywhere on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and I've never been able to really find some that was talking in that type of space, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, so to come across your content for sure, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is this is where I think at least a good portion of Trini content creators should be trying to hit the mark on. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that need to be talked about in this country that we definitely don't want to talk about, or we feel that there's no need to talk about it. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Very, very, very correct. I understand totally what you're saying there. That was that was kind of the the space I was in, I, I've been, like, uh, as you said, on Twitter, I was on Twitter, and the, the thing with Twitter is, 
it it provides yeah you get the comedy and stuff on twitter but twitter is actually generally a more serious platform in terms of discussion because you get like the cutting edge of the news the news breaks on twitter first for the most part so i was there and you know the the conversations that i see so like if you're on trini twitter and then you're on trini instagram you notice that the conversations aren't the same and True. you'll see you'll see a crowd on twitter say one thing and then you look on instagram and they're talking about something completely different so to me in terms of creating a national discussion there's the trini twitter crowd and then there's the trini instagram crowd and sometimes they talk past each other and mm. some of if you look at this there, there there's actually some content that i do where basically all i do is take a discussion from twitter put it into words and put it out there on instagram on TikTok, etc to get the wider people's view of it mm -hmm. mm. Hmm? so yeah yeah uh, that that's what i'm definitely seeing but yeah, I think because here's the thing, man. Um, when I first started this platform, I, I was talking about general international things, right? My first ever topic was was about the trans issue. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And that, that was my first ever topic to hit a podcast ever content, right? And, and from there, I realized that okay, this this is this is definitely something I want to do. Talk. That, that that I deem definitely important to speak about, right? And yeah, for a while, I haven't really been talking about Trini-specific things, but I've definitely dabbled there. I've talked about the riot that happened like a few years ago, right? That whole riot that sparked up in, in North. Mm -hmm. I've talked about that with the police and everything. And I, I was definitely hyped for that video because... That, that was a long time coming for some people. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and I think I needed to talk about that a little bit. And then me and my friend talked about some issues together. And, and we definitely collaborated as my co-host on a certain um, section of this podcast. I mean, as two young men in the country, we talk about particular issues, social and, and political, right? And <laughs> You're inside I, of Trinidad and Tobago. You're living in Trinidad? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Princess Town. You know what I'm saying? I'm in South. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I live in the country. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was, it was, when it was, I think, last week. Last week, I put a video stating that this is my formal introduction into doubling down on speaking on Trini-specific issues. Yeah. And, and... The first thing I wanted to talk about that that me and some of my friends were speaking about was the now president of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we found it very interesting because the the president, the Honorable Christine Kangaloo, right? Yeah. Right. We found it interesting, and we were sitting down discussing and say, okay. The, the prime minister put forth a candidate, right? Yeah. And when we take a look at the candidate he put out, we realize that her political leanings was leaning towards the same man that threw she in as the candidate, right? But of course. And, <laughs> and we found it real strange. So me and my friend was like, bro, you, you see who they put as a candidate for president elect and 
he was like, well, bro, they, they, they're not hiding any corruption no more. You know, they're just um, telling all the bold faces and all the faces. They ain't really trying to, you know, hide anything from Wally anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, he, because we understood that the president of this country is supposed to be independent, supposed yeah. to be impartial from party politics. Uh-huh. Right? So we found it very strange that a candidate who was formerly somebody of a political party within this country could, could, could be a viable candidate to, to, to be, you know, the, 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 the head of state. I understand what you're saying totally. And the, the thing is, and I think you might be familiar with that because you deal with some U.S. issues. And when you talk about U.S. issues, you see that over there, too. And mm-hmm. it's acceleration in politics. That's the nature of politi- politics. You're going to get acceleration. What that means is, okay, the the system, <coughs> sorry, the system that is set up in Trinidad and Tobago has always been one as such that the ruling party basically chooses the president. That has always been the thing. That's nothing new. But because mm-hmm. the president is chosen by the electoral college, that's the parliament, and the majority of the people in there select who the president would be. And the majority of the people in parliament would be belonging to the ruling party. That's the nature of our, gov- of our governance. So that has always been the case. But if you go back through time from the first president, Sir Ellis Clark, coming straight up, what you would notice is that each party attempted that although, yes, we have the say to choose president, we're attempting to choose someone that even if they lean towards our side, maybe it's not that obvious. It's not something that you would know on the face. Be, and the thing with, with, with a former politician being chosen as president, it's not unknown. A.N.R. Robinson was chosen as president. He was the president mm-hmm. and he was a former prime minister. He was the ruler of a political party. But mm-hmm. the difference is the party that A.N.R. ruled wasn't in power when he got the presidency. So, but the thing is, I think that's just the nature of how the politics is going to go. The politics is going to go where people would select a side more and more. They would get more bias towards their side and they would get more blatant with it. So the the government always had the power to choose the president. The the president, by and large, was always chosen to be in favor with the government. Uh, The president that was chosen under the partnership, Mr. Carmona. If you read through some of the decisions that he made and some of the things that were done during his time, it seemed kind of evident that he had some leanings towards the partnership. But that's the nature of our politics. It's just it's kind of accelerating now. And it would be interesting to see where all of it is going to end. No, that that's true. That's true because I, I've really seen it, right? Because I think for the most part, I think the people really wasn't seeing a sort of political leaning from a president, right? Yeah. And now it's ramped up a thousand percent, <laughs> right? Where even I sat down for when there was counting the votes for the president. Yeah. And I sat down in my house and and every every ballot slip that come out the box was just Christine Kangaloo. From my side. And yep. What's interesting is that where I think I think an episode me and my friends sit down to talk about, and 
when when we was talking about um the president, right? He literally said that. Don't, Sorry don't, about that. Mm -hmm, yeah. So he he was like, yeah, he was like, she basically run uncontested. So I rock back and say uncontested. I say the opposition put up a candidate. Yeah. And he was like, nah, you nah, you feel you know this government that we telling me you feel this government. I said, listen, die for show thing. She run uncontested. And I was like, all right, I hear you. I hear you. But it, 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 I ain't saying you're wrong. I ain't saying he was wrong. But I, I I'm 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 leaning in the direction of she definitely had uh uh advantage but that's, as i was saying as i was saying that's kind of always how our presidential politics has run the 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 government chooses the president and they no they, it's not like like an election where you know they go up against each other and one fights the other and the ca one candidate looking to win the other and they're contesting and no that's not our president our presidency is run and that has to do with the nature of our presidency the, our president is supposed to be basically a figurehead president she mm -hmm. she she doesn't have executive power she is for the most part uh, uh, a ceremonial figure you know there's much power given to well generally speaking speaking there's much power given to our president so the selection of our president isn't seen as something so serious because it's not that powerful of an office. But that's how it has always been. It's just it, it's becoming more obvious now. And with social media, it, what you're finding is more and more people who didn't even know that. Many people may have thought that the presidents before were elected or something. They may not have known the process of how we, we, we select presidents in Trinidad and Tobago. But now, with social media, with internet, where everything is in the open and easily in the open, easily seen in the open, yeah, everyone gets to see it and they're like, wait, 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 wait. This is a ridiculous process. So here's a prime <laughs> example. Here's a prime example. How do we select commissioners of police? We're supposed to do that independently because in Trinidad and Tobago, the idea in, in a free country like Trinidad and Tobago is that you're the commissioner of police is supposed to be separate from the politicians because if the commissioner is just selected by the politicians then he would just only listen to them obviously and you want the police to be fair otherwise you wouldn't have a fair police okay so how do we make sure that the police is fair well we get an independent selection of the police commissioner how we how do we get that independent selection well we have a police service commission that is independently selected. They aren't voted for by the public. They are selected independently to make sure the commissioner is independent. Okay, so how is the service commission independently selected? Well, the president chooses them. Okay, well, who chooses the president? Well, <laughs> the government chooses the president. So you're just trying to tell me that the government chooses the police commissioner just with two steps out down the down the road but it's the same government the government chooses the president who chooses the the, the uh, police service commission who chooses the police commissioner and the reality is that has always been how trinidad has run 
our commissioners have always been chosen like that, well, since we are an independent nation with this constitution. So it's nothing new, but now, because information has become easier to get out there, you don't have to wait till TV6 News discusses it. Whoever is willing to bring up the topic can do it. Now we could actually discuss this and notice wait. But this does not make sense. And that's the problem we're, we're reaching in now. So, yes, there's the acceleration side where the politics is accelerating and they're doing more. But then there's also the side of increased information sharing. And that's bringing a unique side to things. No, that that's true. That's true. And and I've really taken it all in. And and I, I love to tell people how it's it's Trinidad and Tobago that kind of radicalized me in a sense, right? <laughs> yeah, because um people just believe I spring up on the internet, start talking. And it's like no 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 listen, Trinidad and Tobago radicalized me. Because I live in a system, right? And at every which turn, we see problems, right? And me as a young person now, we is the ones to come up and govern the place essentially, right? And mm -hmm. we would want to know, well, what kind of place are we actually going to um, be adopting after the old people who was in power for so long has, you know, basically depleted everything and handed it off to the young people to do what I don't know. So this is the thing for me, right? Is I have realized a while now, ever since I have started, I've, I've done, I've started study history and have been doing research on government and politics and all that. I realized, listen, you're scamming me. <laughs> You're yes, scamming yeah. me. You're, you're scamming me. And here's the thing. Even before I had a chance to vote, right? To dip my finger in something. I have been talking with my... I, 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 and me and my mothers have this discussion all the time. I say, listen. And even... Listen. Even my mother agrees with you on the fact that we don't necessarily have a say in electing representatives anyway. Yep. But I've realized that when people talk about go out and vote, your ancestors die for you to vote. And and you need to vote because you, you need to get the right people in office. I'm saying, listen, I've done my research. This thing ain't working how I want it to work. I am just doing my due and that's about it. I ain't really making no change. So I, I've never once voted. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And some people will be like, ah, how, how, well, you can't have a say in nothing. I say, listen, I will always have a say to something. Because here's what I know, is that me voting doesn't really make a difference in how the place is really governed. That's true. Right? So it's like, okay, the, the representative for Princess Tongue, <laughs> Yes, I, I am familiar with the, with the, yes. with the person. Yeah, Mr. Let me, let me not say your name because you go come down here. But if I go and vote, right, yeah. two candidates getting put up one time, PNM UNC candidate. And, okay, I want change. I want my roads fixed because salt roads horrible. I mm -hmm. want my roads fixed, right? 
I, I haven't seen a politician pull up to my doorstep in so long. It's crazy. But okay. You'll say we live in a democracy, right? Y'all want me to go on there and vote. I want my roads fixed. I vote for this man who say he's about to do something. I put him there. Because we had the power. I put him there. And nothing get fixed. So come back four years now. Y'all say, well, okay, yeah, get road fixed. Vote for somebody else. I say, who is this somebody else? Well, the man next to him. Who is the other political party guy? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, then this is a circle. Because vote PNM, UNC, PNM, UNC in a circle. And it has seemed that it, it, it changing anytime soon because it does keep going in a circle. Right? Correct. Yes. And, and, I, why, and why? I'm here, right? I, I pass it off to you just now. And I'm here, right? Like, what are you trying to tell me? There's a two party system, there's not a multi party system where everybody has a chance to win. No independent person could win. And I'm here like, y'all just scamming me. Y'all just telling me games and foolishness and I don't want to hear that no more. You know? You're right. You're right. It, it, is, it, is a, it is a scam. The, the statement is it's the illusion of choice. You have the Thank illusion, you. You have the illusion of choice where you think like, yeah, I could select something and I could change something. But I think you were in the live the other night where I was going through that exercise with someone. Okay. So I want to change the judiciary of Trinidad and Tobago. How do I do that? You tell me I vote, and by voting, I do that. The next time we vote, well, we vote every five years. The next time we vote is going to be 2025. 2025 comes around, and I vote in 2025. Okay, so how do I get the, the judiciary in 2025 to change? The politicians that I can vote for are only the politicians that are on the ballot paper. The politicians that are on the ballot paper are only those registered with the Elections and Boundaries Commission. There, there are limited numbers of parties that do that. The main ones are UNC and PNM, and there might be some independents. Okay, so what do I do to get some change? Who do I talk to? Can I go to the UNC guy and tell him that I want him to do what I want him to do? No, I can't do that because I didn't put the UNC guy there. The UNC guy was put there by the UNC party. So he is loyal to the UNC party. Similar for the PNM guy. If you're growing up as, a, as an MP for the PNM in the constituency of Lavantel West, Port of Spain, Port of Spain East, you are loyal to the PNM party, not to the people that vote for you there, because the people that vote for you there cannot keep you. The I live in Cuba, no. The MP for my area is Ravi Ratam. Previous, it was previous to him was Ramona Ramdial. Hey, double R's mm -hmm. times. And mm -hmm. Ramona Ramdial was well liked in this constituency. The people of the constituency did not want her to move. They wanted her to come and represent them again. The UNC mm -hmm. decided they were fed up of her. That is the next piece of bacchanal. But the, they decided <laughs> they were fed up of her. They got rid of her, brought in the next guy. There's nothing anyone in the constituency can do to change that. You don't have that power. So, yeah, you might think, all right, I could vote and change. Well, they select who you vote for. It's not like you could go up on election morning and say, I want Trini Hotep to go and be the minister of, of culture. You can't decide that. So it's not actually like the people have a choice. The people don't have a choice. It, it's like it's like I drag you into prison and I, I show you three men with three different torture devices and I say, which one of them do you want to torture you? And, they, and then I tell you, well, 
you have a choice on uh, you have a choice in this torture well you don't have a choice in your torture like you can't choose not to be tortured you can just choose the face of your torture basically mm. the options in the face of your torture that's politics in the democratic system but re really and truly to be fair that has always been governance and leadership around the world because that's human nature and that's kind of one of the things i try to establish where you don't have too much hope in just some random human coming to save you because that's human nature. You, you, we, we rise up and we have a revolution in the morning, topple the Trinidad and Tobago government and install a new government of the people. Well, the leader of that government of the people very likely is going to end up being a megalomaniac maniac anyway because it's human nature. That's the difficulty there. No, that that's true. That's true because... When I when I have conversations, man, and I, I, I do love to have conversations with people all around the globe, especially American people, right? Uh, and especially black people within America. Mm -hmm. And they view the political system, right? And I'm saying, listen, your two-party system really not that different to that two-party system. No, it's you know? not. No, it's not. I say, listen, sure. Sure, y'all have states and y'all have state representatives. And your state laws might differ from your federal laws. So federalism is the only difference in America to Trinidad and Tobago. And that's a big difference, eh? That, that it is. You know what? You're, you're going to touch your saying, but what, what that makes different? That I don't know if you ever heard me talk about this. I always tell the Tobagonians that what mm -hmm. Tobago has with the THE is something I'm envious of. That's a kind of federalism kind of idea. And I, I like to see, we talk about it regularly with things like local government reform and stuff, but it's it's a hard thing to dream that the politicians are going to enact policies that give them less power. And that's what inevitably federalism or laws similar to that would do. What you want is the people from an area to rule that area. That's obvious to me. But yeah. No, that... That's true. That's true. Because when I talk, when I talk to American people, right, I'm saying, listen, especially liberal leaning people, I'm saying, listen, y'all don't want that centralized government problems, really, you know. Y'all don't want a problem. No, they don't. I say, listen. I say, listen. Y'all don't want a centralized government problem. I say, listen centralized government where the state owns everything or majority of the things you'll do want that you'll never want that right and i'm saying listen that local government type of thing that's the better thing you should advocate for liberal leaning people should never want to advocate and, and that's that that's the general consensus among liberal leaning people but you should never want the state to grab up this much power and then centralize everything you understand what I'm saying? You see, is the is the six for nine that is sold. Mm. The promise is, if you give the state more power, the state would be able to help more people. And bro, right? There's where Trinidadians keep getting licks constantly because <laughs> many Trinidadians, and I think I think it's something that has its origin back in colonial days, because mm. the way our colony would run is a colony is run by the main country, by the mother country. Everything you need to get is provided from for you by the mother country. And it seems like many Trinia, Trinis 
still have a kind of mentality like that where they really want the government to help them with everything. Trinis regularly ask for government help. The thing is, I, I made this analogy a while back in one of the lives, and it's my going al analogy for governance. Anytime you're thinking about governance and you want to bring it into realistic form, think about governance as a giant. I don't know if you ever read Gulliver's Travels, an uh, old time mm -hmm. book about a giant mm -hmm. in, the, in the land mm -hmm. of tiny people. And mm -hmm. the government is a giant. So if, the, if you ask the government to come into your yard and uproot a tree from your yard, the government is a giant. The fingers are too large to uproot just that tree. The government is going to come in. They might remove the tree, but they might mash down your fence too. And they, they, will, they may mash down the boundaries between you and your neighbor. Anytime you ask the government to come in to do something, because the government is so strong and powerful, when they do something, oftentimes the, the negative drawbacks from it are worse than you might think. So uh, an officer was le letting me know the some of the traffic laws that we hate in the country. I recently got a ticket for the insane oh. nonsense about inspection. And yes, he was, yes. He was saying that some of those laws were pushed by a rival alive. The people who were trying to make the roads safer, they asked the government to go out there and make sure that the roads are safer. Well, by the government doing that, you invited the giant in the giant came in and tried to make sure that cars are safe on the road and now they're bullying anyone who cannot afford to keep their car in tip-top form. And then is the problem. So so, so the leftists, the leftists, what they fall for, the, the, the reason they end up with the big government problem is they don't see it as big government. They're thinking big help. So you can't have people in society suffering without health care. So the government has to come together to pay for the health care. You can't have people in society suffering without schooling. So the government has to come together to pay for education. And it sounds caring. It's just the drawback. The sting is in the tail. What is the consequence of inviting the government in there? And oftentimes, even the initial purpose, the, the first thing that the government came to solve, they're not even able to solve that. Too. No, and, and, and that's the thing that... that... The thing about me talking to American people and, and politics and, and throwing them ideas around, I'm like, okay, yes, my country is different from yours, right? And yes, we do have a president running the country and, and yes, we do have states and all that and, and we do have a, a Congress like that. But I'm saying like the, the similarities are there, the two-party system, we understand that. We will forever understand that kind of thing, right? So I'm saying, because when 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 Americans talk about we need to go to the polls and vote and all this, I'm saying, listen, y'all are not illusion. Y'all under some fallacies of thinking of democracy in a sort of, that's the freedom thing. And, and I think, that's also a thing Trinidad also goes through because, like it or not, um, America and, and the rest of the world that was basically colonized by Britain, um, they had to go through that Western system anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So, so it, it, it only looks like freedom of, the, of, 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 of a thing. So since America pushes the notion of freedom, and democracy, it's sort of, that's the surface level thing, but underneath the surface, it's just, 
y'all don't actually get the type of freedom and power you really feel you're having in the finger and ink. And Trinidadians, Trinidadians definitely fall for the okie doke because I've seen too much Trinidadians talk about, well, what we could do, we have to pick the lesser of two evils. And I'm here like, okay, pick the lesser of two evils. Does it make it any less evil? <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I understand. The, like, a benefit to me, a, a difference, a key difference in the U.S. system to ours. So, like, the U.S. in their formation, they, that's why the U.S., I would say they have one of the best systems because their formation mm. wasn't like ours where we asked the masses to go and the masses says, says, okay, you could go now. Then I question how free you really are in that kind of sense. But then mm. is they actually fought them for it. And when they fought them, they tried to make some choices and decisions to make it harder for things like that to happen again. So I would mm. say they were one of the few revolutions that actually worked way back then. Mm-hmm. One of the differences they have that make there's a little a little shade of a difference on ours is their primary elections. The way mm-hmm. they as it will internal elections are run. Right before the national elections, there are primary elections where nearly the entire country votes for who runs as the candidate for the specific parties. Now even in that, even in that, you, you don't have just any and every choice. You can't just put any and everyone there. That still has an illusion of choice too. But that still gives a lot more choice than we have here in Trinidad and Tobago. By the time election comes around in Trinidad and Tobago, the UNC has already told you that you have to vote for Mrs. Kamala Prasad Bissessor, and the PNM has already told you that you have to vote for Dr. Keith Rowley. You don't have a choice in that matter. Now, a difference that that choice creates is the Donald Trump factor. I don't Mm -hmm. know where you might stand on Trump, but Trump was a spanner in the wheel for the US. He wasn't what their typical political establishment would have expected. Now, a country like Trinidad and Tobago, and we may bo- some of some of those politicians may boast in this fact, but a country like Trinidad and Tobago, it's nearly impossible for a character like Trump to somehow work their way through and end up as president. That's not mm. going to happen, ever. Because you have to work your way through the PNM or the UNC before that happens, and you're not going to do that. So that, that primary election allows a little a little difference also i i I like that idea the idea that you 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 have as much attention being put on selecting who the choice is going to be no that that's true that's true because i remember when donald trump win that elections right and he became the president of the united states everybody dropped their hand right lord how, how this man could even win and one side of me was like, how this man really win? How, how he was able to do that, right? And the other hand was me like, this is really America we're talking about. The, the system is a little bit different, right? But but he, he really was his partner, right? And he continues to be that, right? In a, in a well-oiled machine, he continues to be that, 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 that wrench in the whole thing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So... It's like it's like when when people really think about it is is this because Trinidadians will never want a man like Donald Trump to exist in Trinidad and Tobago. I don't believe that, you know, because really? I will say I will say 
<laughs> I will say um the guy, the leader of the party from Tobago, is a mm. is a Trump-like character. Like if you look at it, he is a Trump-like character in terms of he's a populist. The idea is he's trying to tell the people that the elites out there, them elites in the 1%, they don't have your interests. I am one of you. I am one like you, and I will work for you. That's the kind mm. of populist idea. I am a man of the people kind of thing. Very similar, actually. Like, when you when you look at them in terms of the base characteristics, they're actually more similar than similar than you think. Mm. I, that, I, I, that's... I, I, with that information, with that knowledge, look at them now and think about it a bit sometime. When you, when you pause, just think about it. No, no, it's it's interesting because it's it's interesting, right? Because I, I think I think as you say of, of the envious of, of the THA, right? Mm -hmm. the, the 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 THA could somewhat give that type of leverage to a person like Fali Augustine, right? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he, he, Fali Augustine would never be able to really um my migrate and, and live within the mainland of Trinidad like that, right? He would never be able to fester. I I I, I wouldn't say that he I, when I was saying it, um the character in Tobago is not him, you know, it's Duke. Duke is much oh. more of the of the Trump character. What's in Duke? Well well <laughs> no because here's the here's the thing, here's the thing, Nathan, here's the thing. Because I think my last episode before this, right? Mm -hmm. Me and my friend sat down and we, no, I think um two uh, two episodes before this one, me and my friend sat down and the first portion was politics, right? And we was talking about the, we was talking about the um the the scandal with what's a duke, yeah, and, and a particular woman, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and we was talking about that. Yes, we was we was you know we was catching with little Jones and on that, right? But I said for myself, I said, listen. Watson Duke is definitely the man to shake up the thing. And I'm like, you're not seeing it, but I seeing it. Watson Duke is a man who shake up the and I, I said that Watson Duke, <laughs> I, I jokingly said that Watson Duke, your captain, he like a kuma. <laughs> he, he like a kuma last stage. You, you know, uh, you know when you don't come out with Ryu and you, yeah. you finally be about a, about ten guys, but Akuma come out of the darkness and mm -hmm. you and you can't face them 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 water ball. <laughs> I want to do. And 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 my friend agreed and said, y'all could never beat what to do. That man, that man cousin is from the Jabari tribe of Wakanda. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so so I agree. And some people might want to see it in Trinidad and Tobago, but I'm saying, listen, I even believe that Watson Duke could run for prime minister of this country. He certainly believes that too. And exactly. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. Wait, for me, I am not sure how much in favor I am of general Trumpian characters, including Mr. Duke himself. But mm -hmm. I understand completely why they are so popular. You see, it's 
all right, they are popular one because there's the there's the, the the grassroots side where he would go down on the ground and tell the fellows even on the block that hey, all you need walk by, and he know very well that he if he gets into governance, he's not going to be able to do some of that, but he will go and do that. So there's the grassroots work side, and I think that's what he did in Tobago, and that's a big part of the reason they won in Tobago. That that's the grassroots side, but. There's a side that still chooses those Trump-like characters. All of Trump's voters aren't the 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 backwater uh, hillbillies of the United States. No, some are very well-educated people, and some people want the wrench to fall into the machine. They want. I, I, I saw it. They put it like this in the in one in an article I read before. The bull in the china shop. If you if you think mm -hmm. of a bull and you put them in a china shop with fine china, you could imagine what's going to happen. And they kind of want that because their belief is that the political system has become so corrupt and ingrown in its corruptness over the years that what is needed is something to just kind of shake it all up disrupt the entire thing and maybe we start back from scratch with some of these things and i could understand that appeal even in a country like trinidad and tobago where you could hope for you could hope for somebody like mr duke even that if he gets in there, he would be able to shake up something. He would he is something he's someone that would actually make the radical decisions and close down an entire area in the in the government because he thinks it shouldn't be open. And some people think that even if mistakes are made in doing that, we might get better results. And I could understand that. I'm not sure if I agree, but I certainly could understand. No, because the thing is this, right? When 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 twitter was ablaze well, when when trump was um in office and trump was tweeting more than anybody else i'm yeah. like y'all mad he tweeting right but this this is what this is what he is he he is he is basically being a provocateur because he want to shake up the system Correct. and y'all should be y'all should be happy he want to shake up the system this is the thing right I, I want Watson Duke to shake up Trinidad Tobago system. I mm -hmm. I I because here's the thing, people will want to believe, oh, that's that's bad. You, you, you can't want no, 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 no. We can't shake it up. I say, listen, y'all need some plenty Trinidadian people mm -hmm. need to have their foot on that fire so they go be jumping every day because they need to understand what is really their predicament in this whole thing. Because because the, the, the popular notion in this country is that Trinidadians quarrel for two weeks about the problem. And then after that, they go back like to everything normal. Mm -hmm. And then when a problem pop up, they go ball and quarrel about, oh, the government, this and that, corruption, this and that, but then they go back to being normal again. And that's that not, that not a proper system to live Rinse on. and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, exactly. And I'm saying, listen, Watson Duke, even though y'all might not agree with everything he does or says, he's the man to shake up the system. He's the man to make change. And now people will come out the woodwork saying, yes, we, we finally understanding some things here. Because we can't keep going this rinse and repeat, PNM, UNC, PNM, UNC, and nothing happening. The, the thing is, as I said, I could understand that. I, I understand that reasoning totally. But the reality is, when you look through history, mm -hmm. the shake-up, even if 
the shake the shakeup brings some solution on the other side. During a shakeup in a country, very often things could go very awry. Things could go very south. They could go bad quickly for many people. So a, a shakeup where you you allow someone in who is willing to do something very radical could end you up with Venezuela. That's what Venezuela did. Venezuela found mm-hmm. that they 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 didn't like the the system they were going. Venezuela was a country very similar to Trinidad, very wealthy, very wealthy, very oil rich. But there was corruption. The the oligarchs, those at the top, kind of excluded the rest out of really getting into the the heat of the earnings. So we get we we hire someone like Mr. Chavez, and he would sure shake it shake it up. But now we look thirty years down the road, and it has shaken up so much that. Venezuelans are fleeing the country to come to Trinidad. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's also a possibility. As bad as things are, always bear in mind that change could also be changed for the worse. And I think some people some people underestimate how difficult it is to have civilization and to have peace. The common thread of history is war, torture, famine, destruction, humankind it's not like we've lived in peace and civility for the majority of our existence it's always been war with your neighbor that's the normal thing so having a peaceful stable society is something to be cherished and not necessarily something to toy with frivolously like you toy with it at your at your own risk so the blm riots of 2020 yeah they they were vexed for what they were vexed for but i would say up till this point, they have only gotten net negative. The black people in the United States have gotten a net, a net negative out of the BLM riots of 2020. The riots of Detroit in the 60s for the civil rights movement crippled Detroit even to this day. Detroit was a pearl city in the United States. They were the manufacturing hub. Now Detroit mm-hmm. is a slum. Nobody wants to live there. Riots did that. So shaking it up, yeah, yeah. while I agree and I understand the frustration and the temptation to shake things up, Haiti shook things up too. And like, I, I think <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to always look at history realistically. As, as much as we could understand the emotion of wanting to do just like Haiti did, murder all of those colonists and get away. We free ourselves. Look at the consequence of it. Will they better off for that shakeup? And like, legitimately ask the question. No, no, no. That that's true. That's true because I, I I'm not I, I'm not one to ever think in a utopic way because because I think that's the problem with America specifically, right? Mm. They have lived in bliss and abundance for so long they forgot that the they take it for granted. Yeah, they, they they now just dropping it to the floor, you and know, they're dragging the flag it. as we don't see. They're right? gonna find out because the U.S. dollar oh, is yes. falling out, so they're gonna <laughs> find out. Because because here's the thing, I'm saying, listen, y'all are living in one of the safest time periods ever in existence. Yep, Americans have taken it for granted. And they have create and they are creating new problems that is going to lead to all out nonsense. <laughs> and, I'm saying that, and I'm saying no, and I, I'm and I'm saying yes, we should shake things up, but we also have to realize 
that in shaking things up, new problems are going to arise. And then how are we going to deal with the All new right. problems when All they right. come? Right. So this is the thing, right? In 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 in, in a little bit switching it up, right? Is this is yes. America is abundant and so America does have corruption and all that, right? But generally Americans are living fine. You you y'all do have some of the crime rates like El Salvador, and y'all do have some of the corruption like in Africa. Mm. So you're living fine, but here's where you're trying to do you're trying to come up with new concepts because you're sitting down. So now y'all have become armchair philosophers. And y'all have taken up new positions. So so now yeah. uh, Americans, Americans care less about certain issues and now they care about the gender issue and the 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 communist issue and and what what are we going to do about um sexuality and mm. all that? And I'm here like y'all picking the wrong fight. This is not the fight y'all want to be picking. Y'all don't want these new problems because, and some Americans are definitely anarchists, so nihilistic to that degree. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm, I, I talk to America, I say, you're sure y'all want to live in a place where you're going to fight for food? <laughs> you're sure? You can't do it. And, and, and I'm, I'm I have always talked about this, Nathan, and I, and I talk to Americans about that. I say, listen, y'all will not survive. Y'all have been living high off the hook. Y'all will not survive two minutes in an anarchist country. Hmm. All right. It, listen, exactly. If I drop a thousand Americans in the middle of the Congo, they're going to run away <laughs> so quickly. It's ridiculous. Correct, and correct. I'm saying, listen, I'm saying, listen, you're still picking these problems, man. Just work, think realistically. But you see, some plenty of Americans think so utopic. They think so blissfully. Yeah. And it's like, what? You're but, talking about, well, you know, and it's like, ah, it's like, ah, I don't get it. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I, I think some of that, some of that stem from stems from the, the, the generations, parenting through the generations. And it becomes difficult to raise up a sensible generation when you as a parent could give them everything. So like in the in generations gone before where parents lacked, they did not have, they weren't able to supply every single thing. They didn't have to think about when to tell you no because no was the only answer they could have told you in certain situations. But in, in, if you exist in a society like the U.S. has done for the past 40 years or so, in a society where you're basically post-needs, there, there aren't any needs to be met. The poorest people in your society are overweight so and diabetic. So it, it needs in terms of the, the, the core needs to live aren't the problems anymore. Well, now you have to decide which things we should do and which things we shouldn't do. And they kind of the belief they they adopted the the super libertarian belief where there's basically no thing that you could say that you can't do. And the reality is that's a toxic thing to do. If psychologically you can't do that, if you there are there are infinite number of there are an infinite number of things you could do in life. 
Like if you, if at this very moment you want to do everything, you will do nothing. You'll go crazy. You, you, you have to have, you have to have a hierarchy of choice. You have to know, okay, I want to get this goal accomplished. So then these are the things that I would have to do. These are the things that I wouldn't, that I cannot do if I want this goal accomplished. And that kind of that kind of learning and teaching seems to have totally exited the United States. So they they well not totally, but to a large extent exited their 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 teaching into their modern generation. So and we're seeing this coming to us. We're seeing the 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 trail of this coming even into the Caribbean and into Trinidad too, where we we aren't we no longer it seems like people are trying to teach you that. You have to do certain actions or stay away from certain actions if you want certain reactions or you don't want certain reactions. They're saying that you do whatever you want and it's up to society to make sure that whatever the consequences might be is negated. So you listen to most of the liberal arguments and that's kind of what they say. So I don't have to figure out a way to, to deal with the reality of me being a man. No, if I struggle with that reality, I could literally attempt to change reality. We don't attempt to discipline myself and change my behavior to, to accommodate to reality. No, reality must change and I must be able to behave any way I want. That's spoiled child behavior. That's when parents allow children <laughs> to do that kind of thing. And now we're seeing the consequence. Well, the U.S. has seen the consequence of that. And I think Trinidad and Tobago wouldn't be very far off. No, I, I don't I don't see it too because there's a there's a there's a there's a, a popular application out for a while now called Clubhouse, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm on Clubhouse heavily, right? Because I'm also building a platform out there. So I'm 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 generally around more Americans than anything else in, in those spaces, right? Yeah. And I'm saying, listen, I came here because there's things that needs to be talked about because it's not like if my country not going through certain things now that way I could just rock back and say, all right, this is an American problem. This is this this is an American problem. No, 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 no. I say I am here speaking to y'all because this shit is coming here as well. I, I literally said that America is a media machine. Right? Yeah. America have the ability to spread anything they want to spread through a click of a button. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, listen, the Anglophone Caribbean, them hitting, them getting hit first. Yep. Because we talk the same language. Basically, we talk the same language. There's no language barrier. Right? Yeah. You understand? So I'm saying, I'm saying, listen, I'm saying this. If we ever had a conversation, if people in Trinidad and Tobago ever really start to have a conversation about gender ideology, I would I would raise up and say, listen, you're serious? I said, we have problems with the DPP and the Attorney General <laughs> and people in the justice system, but you don't want to talk about pronouns and transgender people? I'm saying you're talking about the wrong problems in a country where a man right now in the back of God's hand can't even get water for three weeks. Yep. But here's the thing. As I was talking about earlier, the, the 
difference I see in some of that is as a totally difference between Trini Twitter and Trini Instagram. If you post mm. something about trans on Trini Twitter, you, you're on Trini Twitter. You know the, the expected re replies. They'll try to outwork each other in a kind of sense, generally speaking. You post something <laughs> about trans issues on Trini Instagram, they will roast you going and coming. I don't think Trinidad is in a place right now into numerically where those issues would actually be as popular as some people in Trini Twitter might think. Like, if you're in the Trini Twitter echo chamber, you could think, like, you could bring trans issues in Trinidad and it would work. No, 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 no. So gay marriage won't even work in Trinidad right now. Though there are some tanties. I dare you to go post that on our news, one of those news pages on Facebook. And what the <laughs> tanties comment on that? No, that's not going to happen like that. The problem, though, the problem, though, that we could have is that here's the reality. In the United States, when a lot of those issues, including gay marriage, and I'm not saying whether it's a pro or against in this case, I'm just talking about the issue in and of itself historically. The, when the United States pushed those issues to the fore, they weren't popular in the United States numerically either. So the problem that can happen is if you end up with a, a situation where like training Twitter ends up being the government of the future, and mm. that could be very possible. You could have people governing, Trini Twitter governs Trini Facebook and Trini Instagram. And the views of Trini Instagram and Trini Facebook do not line up with the views of Trini Twitter, but it's the people in governance that get to push their views. If you understand what I'm saying. So that's, no, that's, actually, that's actually what happened in the US too. No, that's true. That's true. Mm. Because... When I tell people, <laughs> when I have the historical debates, which is crazy, I hate doing historical debates with people, I rather have historical conversations. Correct. I'm saying this. I'll say, listen, do you all know when women's liberation started, right? Do you all know majority of women did not agree with the movement? Correct. Very true. I say is your see? I say, listen, women did not want this. Uh, every time I tell people, listen, right, is this. When you get certain people in places of power, in positions of power, now they're able to push certain rhetorics and able to get things flowing better. Mm. I say, listen, you can't tell me upper class white woman came down the hill to average white woman and say, listen, the men, the men oppressing you, they don't let you do nothing. The average white woman saying, well, I don't understand what you're talking about. I had a work just like how you had a work. Yeah. I, I don't understand the oppression. Where, where the oppression? Me and he earn the same money. Where's the oppression? I said, uh, no, no, no. It, it's the projection of one's ideologies on a total population of people that is the problem. Now, here's the thing. Very In Trantago sense, right? Bro, I'm telling you, I think like last year, last year, I was sitting down watching TV and I saw a commercial cross my screen from Scotiabank. Oh, yes. And I heard the advertisement of Scotiabank talking about pronoun. And I said, hold up. I said, I said, you see this? I said they're talking about pronouns on a Scotia Bank commercial and their banking institution. 
I say that can work on a ground level in Trinidad and Tobago. I just walk the road at Trinidad and Tobago every day. Nobody taking that talk <laughs> right now. You could and and this is this is something I tell American people. I say, listen, we don't store we don't store nobody because they live a particular way. We don't hang nobody. We don't throw nobody on the rooftop. We let people live their life. Correct. I say so. That talk about certain phobias and it's we don't we don't necessarily put deal with that. But what I'm saying is this. Trinidad and Tobago people on a regular cultural level, we, we mightn't tolerate certain things. And yeah. we definitely not tolerating a man coming up to me talking about use my profile. <laughs> a man will say, You crazy, go from here, go move from office. Yeah. I say, listen, Scotia Bank supposed to understand because Scotia Bank is also in Trinidad and Tobago. But Scotia, Scotia Bank, Bank is Canada. Exactly. And Canadian laws, phew. But <laughs> but I say, Scotia Bank, think a little bit now. That can't work here. That hmm. can't work here. Not at this moment and might never work here. Right? So it's like the, 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 the majority of people think a particular way. A, a subsection of the people, they obviously think a certain way, but they also want to superimpose and project their ideologies on, a, on particular people. Uh -huh. And that's the problem because, and, and, and I'm seeing it in American society, man, because women, women say they fight for their rights. They get their rights, right? They get their rights. And now women have no rights. <laughs> women fight for their rights. Now, today, 2023, women have no rights. Trans women have more rights or they're trying to get more rights. Yeah. Now, they, now they're bullying Women rights to get their rights. I'm saying that is the problem right there. When a minority of people could now move up in position of power and bully you. And in the, in, on, on that note, the the push of some of that, for, for example, like Scotia, I, I suppose you have heard of ESG before. That's the idea they push with ESG and things like that. ESG is environmental, social, and governance where investment companies, mm. investment banks who use your money from your insurance company in Trinidad and Tobago, when your NIS is paid to the NIS, they don't just keep your money there. They invest their money. So very likely they would give that money to BlackRock or one of those big investment companies. And now those companies using the money of the regular people all around the world with ESG, what they're doing is they're saying that we would only invest in other companies that follow certain policies. So what mm. they usually do with the other people's money they have is they would invest in a company. So when Scotia has to build a, a new a new headquarters for the Southern Caribbean in Trinidad and Tobago, they don't pull money out of their pocket. They usually would get that financed by those investment companies, those large banks, etc., etc., etc financing getting loans etc you get it from those large companies for your company that's how you get investment all of the major companies want investors so if these investors tell you that before you could get any investment you must have proper environmental policies that line up with 
global warming and climate change and and moving away from that you must have the proper social policies meaning uh lgbtqia2 plus rights etc 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 and all of the other inclusive parts of that being um diversity inclusion and equity and all of that and the governance policies along with the same dei diversity equity and inclusion and more left-wing policies basically so they're forcing private companies so when you look and you wonder why scotia in people in people's sex life dinah scotia business what scotia have to do with that you <laughs> supposed to you supposed to hold my money and give me a loan that is your work but no in order for them to get investment they're being told mm. well now you need to push this and this policy so I think it's an underhanded way to get things done in society. In society, you recognize numerically, you don't have the power to push these agendas. People don't want it like that. But if you could get the companies that have the money to invest their money into pushing those narratives, then you don't need the numbers to support it. It would look like that nonetheless. That's why for certain months or months of the year, every single company logo changes strange isn't mm. it? but you ever notice how they don't change in the middle east ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. no that is the truth man hey and people listen they just have a feel they about that to be honest the, the, the jokes be never ending during the months of february and, and, and march and stuff man mm-hmm. the way how companies does just as soon as as soon as march done all of a sudden company logos just undress themselves and go straight back to normal. Yep. But this is this is the scary thing, and this is why I, 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 this is why I'm not in agreement with big government, right? Mm-hmm. Because because and people don't understand how a certain a certain left leaning political ideology is counterproductive, even when they think about it, right? Yeah. Because they believe that they don't believe in in racism, homophobia. They don't believe in none of that. That what they say. They don't believe in. They don't believe in corruption. They don't believe in 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 oligarchies. They don't believe in 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 elitists. But they tend to be very elitist and oligarchists in their own right. Yes. Yes. Because liberals definitely understand power. They understand if they want to push the ideology, they have to acquire power and they do the same thing that they condemn other people for. And I'm here like, that is the game. That is the game. Yeah, bro. I, 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 I'd have to go just now, but <laughs> um, uh, on that same note with that, in as it were closing with that, the, the, thing, the thing with that knowing the game is what I said is the human nature problem. And I think that's kind of the problem with many people who are left-leaning. And generally, if I'm more younger people left-leaning too, so with many young people, many young people, the word you use, utopia, many young people are utopian. They believe that through some working of humankind, you could make a perfect society. So they always work towards that. While when you get older, you get a little more jaded because you understand that human nature is human nature. They're never humans are never going to all act perfectly. The best that the reason I like things like the free market is because what it depends on is that everyone would see about their own self. And if it's one thing you could I would be willing to trust another human to do, 
is see about themselves. Don't try to tell me that I should trust them to see about myself better than they would. No, no, no. I don't believe that. Let's all see about our own selves and work a system based on that. No, that's true. That's true. And <laughs> I, 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 sorry, we don't have more time, but that is something we I've been doing. You know? Oh, no, no, for sure, for, for sure, for sure. But because this is the thing, and this is why people would want to call me a, a super conservative, but I have no problem being that conservative, right? Mm. No, nobody could tell me that because if, we, if we're talking about the facts of it, Trinidad and Tobago culturally, on a, on, a, on, a, on a grassroots level, we are socially conservative people. Extremely. Extremely. And, and if we want to push it further than that, African people historically has always been very conservative yeah, people. Correct. Right? So that thing, y'all can never try to say, oh my God, why are you so conservative? I say, listen, I want free market policies. I want the ability to move freely within the market, meaning that I don't want our body to control everything that's bad mm -hmm. that's horrible stuff and and that's where people sort of conflate the issue of capitalism and so society right mm -hmm. because we love to talk about how america is so capitalist right and i'm saying listen america not really that capitalist of free no, market they capitalist people they think it people think about it no they're not you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, they only give it the facade of capitalism, right? And it's it's not it's it's not because banks not supposed to be bailed out in oh, capitalism. That, I was waiting on you to pause to say that very same thing. Every <laughs> time you bail out one company, you are no longer free market capitalist. The free market <laughs> has to freely allow companies to collapse if you are not doing the correct thing according to the market. You are supposed to feel, and they don't allow exactly. that. Exactly. And and that is the problem. I'm saying, listen, I don't... I, listen, surely I, I, I have more problems with what Americans call capitalism. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm in favor of communism <laughs> or socialism because that's a running threat. That's a running trend, right? The trend yeah. is just because you disagree with what Americans call capitalism, all of a sudden you become a Stalinist. <laughs> All of a sudden, you are you are Maoist. Yep. You Mao. And I'm saying, listen, I'm saying, listen, and a lot of black people are, are tend to be very liberal in a political Correct. scene, right? And I'm saying, listen, you're reading Mao, right? Mao is a man who created a republic of his country, of China. And look how the Communist Party runs China. And tell me if you want to live in a society where the police can descend upon you and lick you up. No, and then we go talk about if you want to live in a communist country anytime soon. And, and if we want to be real about it, China China economy is very capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, so um, yeah, guys, um, in closing, this is this is this is how it is, man. So for the listeners outside this country, that's how it is, man. It, it's 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 the similarities. Of Trinidad Tobago is there with every other country on the face of the planet, and we dealing with similar issues to everybody. And America 
unfortunately is the guys that are the bullies of the world, the empire, and they get to set the rules and now their rules rule the land. So <laughs> uh-huh. that's that's the that's the funny thing. But um yeah, so in closing, it, it was good to have you on this wonderful episode, bro. Um, it was good to be here, man. This this was this was good. This was good, but it definitely have more things I want to talk about. We definitely talk about that judicial system because I, I'm wondering what's really going on with that. I'm seeing a trend and I'm definitely want to talk about that. Definitely. Hey, listen, that police issue. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am I am the biggest critique of the police at Trinidad and Tobago. Y'all will never not see me want to punch the police in the guts when I get good already. <laughs> so that's it. That that's that's another thing I want to talk about among other things. So we will definitely be back here for some more. But my, my, my guest needs to go. But um in in before we go, I will let him drop his information here because I know he have a live tonight to do. So mm-hmm. um Nathan, my brother, tell the people your information where they could find you on these platforms so we can reconvene the thing yeah man i am nathan springer n-a-t-h-n s-p-r-i-n-g-e-r on pretty much all platforms nathan springer on youtube nathan springer on tiktok nathan springer on facebook nathan springer on instagram nathan springer on twitter you could find me on most of on all of those places uh the videos i drop are usually on facebook instagram and TikTok, those are the short form videos. I drop longer form videos nearly daily on YouTube. I'd have one dropping just in a bit on YouTube. And then I also do nightly lives. Busy, busy, busy out there. We do nightly lives. We are out there from 9.30 on most, on, no, on all weekday nights. But the time sometimes, sometimes, you know, the 9.30 slips to 9 35 or something like that <laughs> but that's the time for the live folks 9 30 and hang around a bit if you don't see me yet Mo- all weekday nights mindful live we're out there nathan spring on all of those platforms be sure to tune in yeah and with that y'all y'all already know where to find me trini hotel on instagram on twitter on facebook um i will be on tiktok in a while dropping some videos um that will be set up just now but I, i'm on clubhouse as well so check me out all day you already know this will be dropped this episode will be dropping tonight i even sticking you're getting this one time you understand what i'm saying so with that being said me and my guests is out guys be safe peace one love family you already know what it is later <laughs>